You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. It's just me. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. I'm your host. The host. The only host this episode. Gabby. Uh, yeah. It's a pod solo. Pod solo number 10. I believe the last one of these I did. I may have went on about macaroni and cheese. My favorite food. And it still remains so. It still remains my number one food, macaroni and cheese. It's delicious, and if you listen to our uh, episodes where we were in BGG Spring, Mike said he was going to prepare a macaroni and cheese that would blow my mind, and I have yet to receive said macaroni and cheese, but I'm looking forward to it. One of the few things in my life I'm looking forward to. Is that a sad life? Yeah, Maybe. Or maybe it's a simple life. You know what? Macaroni and cheese makes me happy. That's what I'm going to have. And that will make me happy. If, I, if, if you could just eat macaroni and cheese and your life be like complete and happy and joyful and that's all you wanted and needed in our life. Well, sounds good to me. I mean, sure. Some people might think, well, that's sad. This whole basis for happiness is a a food a food based happiness yeah yeah that's me i mean yeah i enjoy food so and you know that's perhaps why i'm morbidly obese sadly it's another fact of life morbidly obese and you know so this is what's weird you eat to make yourself happy when you're morbidly obese Generally, for a lot of reasons, a lot of the time, I'm not saying for everyone that is morbidly obese. And I continue to use the phrase morbidly because that is the phrase. Why? Because it can kill you if you don't take care of it. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying at all at the moment. I have tried. Hold on a second. I have tried. It's just hard. It's hard. But you know what? People are right. If you, if you really wanted to, you'd do it. If you take control of your life, you would lose weight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know all that. I've lost weight. I've gained it. I've lost it. I've gained it. You can't. You. <laughs> yeah, I got to rewire my brain. 
started a podcast with Dan and Luke Pryor, well-rounded gamers, and we're trying to like lose weight together. And even that has not worked. Frustration. Frustration. No breathing. And that's just the way it is. This is my life. My life of frustration. But I'm here alone without my partner in life, my partner in podcasting. I guess my partner in life would be my wife, Gina. Partner in podcasting, Jerry. Uh, two very important people in my life. Let me rank them one to two. Quite easy. Just kidding. Is that terrible? I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, your wife should be number one. That's like just a that's a given, right? Gina one, Jerry two, in in that's life and podcasting. But as far as life, period. See, I got Gina number one. Charday's my daughter. She's number two. Jerry's podcasting. He's three and gaming. Jerry doesn't barely responds to my texts. He only responds to texts when a board game is involved or he has a strong opinion about Obi-Wan coming out. So, yeah, one, two, and three right there for you. I tell you, I've got a top 10 for everything. Are you in it? Well, only I know that. I've got top 10. I've got it written down. My top 10 closest people to me. Is that wrong? But, you know, people act like that might be wrong, but it's... Everyone does it. You, you tell me, you tell me to my face that you don't have every person in your life ranked somewhat. You know who you would put ahead of others. It's just a fact. I would put my wife as ahead of everyone. That's just a given or it should be. Or your, whatever, your significant other should be numero uno, right? Okay, here's where it gets tricky because I don't have children, but I do have Charday. She is my daughter, my goddaughter. She would be number two. So my thing that makes it somewhat simple for me is I don't have like a lot of blood-related extended family that I know of. I have a brother. I have nieces and nephews and grand, great grand nieces and nephews, but I sadly... Due to my family dynamics, I don't know them that well. I know my niece and nephew, uh, Andre and Elise. They're my closest niece and nephew. They're the ones that I grew up with. They grew up with me. But they're already gone out and married and having their own babies. It's like, well, I don't really have anything to do with them anymore. We don't have much communication. So it's like, huh. So where does my ranking, where do they come into the rankings? Well, I know I have my top ten. Then you have people, uh, my good friend, primary guest of the show, Dan Hughes. I literally have only interacted with him over the internet. Internet friends, he's in the top 10, gotta say. Top 10, we're not wizards, Richard Simpson. It's been a while since I've communicated with him, but uh, he's, he's up there. Let's see, Ben Maddox, Mike Delizio. I mean, all these, are, they're, my, they're my buds. They're my top, they're, they're the internet friends. They're up there. I've never seen them in real life. They could have bodies buried in their basements. I wouldn't know. That's the internet. You don't know who you're dealing with. This is not where I meant this pod solo to go. It really isn't. But yet here we are. Go with the flow, I say. That's kind of why I like doing these. I can just do like a stream of conscious podcast just on my own. 
something else. Something, something, <laughs> something else I've wanted to try and fix. I have a nasally voice. I, I, whether you realize that or accept it or just think or think it's fine. I've thought about how can I how can I fix it, and I have to physically try not to talk through my nose. But it alters my voice, so I feel like this is the voice I would use if I don't talk through my nose quite so much, and that messes things up because I'm I'm having to concentrate on this, and that's way too much concentration for me. So, will this be the voice I use? Is it much different than the one I normal? No, see, I'm not that extreme. So I'm just gonna uh, I'm 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 I'm. Oh, from the back of the throat, I'm. This is a garbage episode, but you know what? Sometimes your best podcast buddy isn't there. He's busy living life, having a family and productive job and building houses. And here I am by myself podcasting. Yeah. Look at me now. But that's okay. I've I have situated my life to where I have this a long time. <laughs> um, this is me living my best life, being alone, podcasting. I'm literally talking to no one, but I'm recording it and putting it out there to the internet for anyone that wants to hear these ridiculous thoughts. Meanwhile, okay, let me tell you what's actually happening. Back of the throat, back of the throat, back of the throat. Gina and Charday are outside. They're in the swimming pool. They're outside enjoying themselves. I hate outside. I hate it. I enjoy the ocean. I enjoy the beach. I enjoy relaxing outside in nice temperate weather, but it's we're in, this is Texas, Northeast Texas. It's 100 degrees outside. It's ridiculously humid. I don't want to be out there. But my wife and my daughter are out there. I feel like I should be out there. But I don't want to be. But then I have this guilt because should I be out there with them to spend time with them? Because I always have fun when I'm with them. But I don't want to be out there sweating, be miserable. I could get in the pool. But I don't like being wet either. Do you like being wet? Who likes to be wet? It's it's gross. It's fun when you're... Okay, here's a whole discussion. If you're in the water, like in it, submerged, are you wet? Or are you only wet when you come out? I feel like this has been an internet discussion before, so I thought I might resurrect it. Are you only wet... So, like, if you're swimming in a pool or swimming in the ocean, is someone saying, oh, you're wet? No, you're, like, in it. You are in it. You are surrounded by wetness. I feel like you're only wet when you come out of the ocean. Then you are wet. No one says, oh, you're all wet when you're swimming in the ocean. That's a ridiculous thing to say. But when you come out of the water... Then you're wet. I don't know. That's stupid. All right. Well, this has been fantastic so far. Pod Solo number 10. I found this on the internet from December 8, 2021. Dozens of camels barred from Saudi Arabia. Saudi. Saudi. 
I'm assuming that's Saudi. It may be Saudi. I don't feel like it's Saudi. I feel like that's kind of the redneck way to say it. Saudi Arabia. It's Saudi. Dozens of camels barred from Saudi beauty contest over Botox. This is from the Associated Press. AP, only the best, baby. Dubai. Notice what this says. This is quite... I just, just listen. And I quote... Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty. Back of the throat, back of the throat. On camel beauty contestants, camel beauty contestants that received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. The state-run Saudi press agency reported Wednesday with over 40 camels disqualified from the annual pageant. <sighs> Saudi Arabia's popular king... Excuse me, I may get this wrong. Abdul Aziz Camel Festival, which kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never viewed camels as neither ugly nor beautiful. Like, they're camels? Like, I don't really think, oh, that's a good looking camel right there, but apparently it exists. It says the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some $66 million in prize money, Botox injections, facelifts, and other cosmetic alterations to make the camels more attractive are strictly prohibited. Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camel's heads, necks, humps, <laughs> my lumps, my lovely lady lumps, dress, and postures. Judges at the month-long festival in the desert northeast of the Saudi capital, Riyadh, are escalating their clampdown on artificially enhanced camels. The official news agency reported using specialized and advanced technology to detect tampering. They are giving these camels artificial touch-ups. Botox. Plastic surgery on camels. And it goes into detail on some of the things they do. It's crazy to make a camel look better. Beautiful. That's one beautiful camel. So I just have these questions. Not questions. Really, they're statements. And by statements, I mean really they're stupid corny puns I've looked up on the internet. But I'm going to act like I'm look, just rattling them off the top of my head. They do this. These camels do this to look good in front of the camera. Okay. These camels, if they were to go home, they would drive a Toyota Camelry. I bet if you were to ask one of these camels, their favorite celebrity would be Camelrin Diaz. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Camelrin Diaz. <laughs> just see her with a big, you know, just like I'll, you know, I always envision her in that red dress from the mask. Absolutely beautiful. But now with a hump and plastic surgery because she's a camel. You know, after spotting one of the girl camels. A buddy looked at his friend and said, I've never seen herbivore. Now look, if you listen to the Board Game Snobs podcast, this is the kind of this is the kind of exclusive 
high-end, first-class humor you've come to expect. And especially in a pod solo, just me, without my best friend, Jerry, number two best friend, number one, Charday, Gina, my wife, one, two, three, there you go. Um, that's just how it is. Jerry, I miss you. Please make another podcast with me. Stop living your best life, you know, live your second best life. If you lived your second best life, you know, you got your, you got your wife, you got your kids, you got your home, you got your job, but I'm here. I'm right here waiting for you to live your second best life and come back to me and do a podcast. Now that's been enough of this ridiculousness. This is the Board Game Snobs podcast as uh, Ben Maddox. Oh, Ben recorded these intros and outros for us, and we have not yet been able to discuss them. I've just been applying them to the before, as I said, intros and outros, and he's fantastic. I love Ben. Uh, I love his voice. I wish him all the best in his endeavors as an actor and voice actor, because I, I think he's fantastic, and I thank him for our new intros and outros, and I hope you do as well. If you enjoy us, you can do several things, actually. You could email us, say, hey, you know what? It's been a while. Even if you email us all the time, keep doing so. Or if it's been a while, or if you've never emailed us before, say, hey, guys, I listen to y'all. I enjoy y'all. I just want to let you know I'm listening and you bring a small dose of happiness to my life. This world sucks. It absolutely sucks. There are horrendous, horrendous things going on on a daily basis. But when this podcast comes out and you bring a smile to my face, to be able to bring someone just a smidge, smidgen of happiness, that's special. And that's what I appreciate about you. We appreciate our listeners. I love you. You mean everything to us. You know, people say, well, we could just, we just do this podcast because we love it. I mean, I do enjoy talking to my friend Jerry. Because what, he ain't here today. So I'm doing this because I love talking, perhaps. But I also love interacting with you. And I like to feel that we have a pretty good connection. But there's, I know there's hundreds, hundreds of people I haven't interacted with yet. So if you have yet to interact with us, send us an email. I should have read emails this pot solo because we have some we need to catch up on and I didn't do it. I forgot. But now it's 20 minutes of just me talking and I don't know if that's good. Probably not. This may never get published, but I just wanted to talk into the microphone and hope our friends of the board game snobs, all those that listen to us. We have many, many good friends, listeners that we interact with on a pretty regular basis. And I, you know, you, you do this long enough. You, you feel like you build up a relationship with people that you've never met. 
Now, fortunately, over BGG Spring and uh, previous BGG, we were able to meet. We met Captain Captain Chris Evans, Captain America. He was at the first. He was the first one we met in real life. That was awesome. The first listener we met in real life. He's like he. Rec- I don't know how he recognized us, but he like just walked over a table and like, hey, on a board game snob. Love you guys. It was freaking awesome. BGG Spring. Several more people coming up to us. It's so nice. And I don't know. I'm getting too sentimental now. That's enough for this show. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, join our Facebook group, whatever you want to do. Email us at boardgamesnobsgmail.com. Follow our socials. They're all Board Game Snobs. Maybe Board Game Snobs podcast, but either way, you'll find us. I'm Gobby. I hope you enjoy these dulcet tones from the back of the throat. Bye-bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. I bet if you were to ask one of these camels, their favorite celebrity would be Camelrin Diaz. <laughs> <laughs>